You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. I hope you had a good day. Welcome to the rendezvous where we talk love and relationships. And my accent, if it's the first time you hear this show, is French, straight from Paris. One word I want to share with you, kintsungi. Kintsungi is the Japanese tradition of restoring broken objects that the Japanese say it's more beautiful after it's been cracked and repaired with gold than before. And I just want to share this little thought. Relationships work the same way. If we choose to embrace our struggles, the fights, and we, instead of always breaking up, we're trying to find a repair, the relationship is stronger, healthier, and more beautiful. King Sungi, don't forget that word, straight from Japan. In French, it would be joie de vivre, I guess, joy of life. Uh, you call that next, 855-905-8255. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Bonjour, Carolina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is up? Well, there's this guy that I've been talking to for a very long time, and mm-hmm. recently uh, he moved to California, which I know is a very far uh, place, and and we both agree that we're going to cut it off because long distances does not work which is fine, it's understandable. The only problem is he moved back mm-hmm. and he's acting like nothing happened. And I'm not sure if he wants to pick it up from where we left off or if he wants to just pretty much go our separate ways because he will talk mm-hmm. to me like he used to talk to me when he was here when we were together. Right. And then he'll add something like, oh, I'm thinking about calling this girl. She's really hot. And I'm standing next to him like I'm chopped liver. Like, I don't know what he wants I from see. me. We're going to clarify this for you. Before I answer, when you say we were talking, let just me clarify. You guys never made out. There was nothing physical at all. There was, yeah, we were physical. Oh, you were, okay, well, I didn't know that. Okay, so you guys really were more like in a relationship. And then he went away, he comes back, and he pretends you're just friends now, right? Yes, exactly. Right. So why um, do you think um, you have not had the conversation with him of, you know, what's going on? What is your fear? Because I don't think I'm going to like the answer. Okay. That's fair enough because your intuition will never be wrong, Carolina. So you think he just doesn't want to be with you. He's not back, right? You guys have nothing physical anymore, right? You're just friends. There's a little bit of ah, physical, but okay, okay. Well, now I discover. Okay, I discover the real story now. Okay, so I mean, I don't think you should pursue him anymore. I think you should take distance. No more romance. No more ulala. No more anything, uh, because you are in pain, right? You suffer now, Carolina. Your heart is getting broken. Yeah. And I don't want somebody to break your heart. So when it that is. happens, the best you can do is fall distance. Just you know, just disappear from his universe. And then if he says, oh, you don't want to hang out, I said, no, because I just don't want to be just friends or just friends with benefits. I want all or nothing. Okay. But you got to promise me no more romance or physical or nothing, right? It's the only way to get to know where his heart is. Okay. You, I promise. Good. Okay, Carolina, well, good luck to you. And thanks for calling. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good night. Bye, Simon. Oh, I just got an email with somebody who wants help, wondering if she can ask this very specific question on a first date. Stay with me. That's next.
Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You know that if you can't call me and you have a question for me, just email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, uh, what's the email tonight? All right. So this is a listener email that yep. would like to keep her name private. So she yep. says, bonjour, Simon. I'm bonjour. a big fan. I'm a big fan of your show, and I've always wanted to get your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. When is the right time to tell someone you want something serious? I have tried dating in my social circle and even Tinder, but they all tend to just either ghost me or never want anything serious. I'm tired of wasting my time, and I just recently started talking to this guy from this dating app, and I want to know if it's okay to tell him from the start I'm not looking for anything casual. Thank you for the email, and that's a great question. When can you finally say, I'm not here for something casual, I'm looking for a relationship? Stay with me. I'll tell you when to do it next. When can you ask somebody you haven't met yet, I'm only here to start a serious relationship, I'm not interested in casual, uh, ooh la la, right? That's the question somebody sent me at therendezvousshow.com. It's very simple. You can put it on your profile, you can do whatever you want, but you've got to follow the lead of your intuition, right? So I would never disqualify or qualify by that. I would just go to the date for 15 minutes and then start the conversation, It's not more engaging than that. But I would not start a conversation by, I'm only here to be serious. That's just not a good idea. That's a Debbie Downer. After a couple of dates, I think it's totally cool. Get to know the person. Maybe you can make a friend. And then you go from there. So take your time to ask this question. But on your profile, you can put it right there. Uninterested in serious relationship. Because that's the truth and that's your right. After that, just talk casually and get to know the person. Any other questions? 855-905-8255. Call me. What's my number? 855-905-8255. Or 855-905-8255. Call me if you have a question. Bonjour, Jeannette. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Bonjour. Bonjour, Jeannette. We speak French and English on the rendezvous. What's going on? Okay, so just precursor, I love my hubby. He's the best. But something that's been a big pet peeve of mine that I haven't been able to get him to break is he will start a wash, and he'll leave it in the washer. He'll leave wet clothes in the washer, and he won't complete something that he Uh started. So I'll find the load that he started Mm -hmm. two days later, and it smells like mold, and I'm like, these are our clothes, honey. Like, you need to stop leaving them in the washer. And I just, I don't know how to get him to just complete that task. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. Um, How long has it been going on? Forever? I mean, pretty much. (laughs) Okay. And he knows you would like him to complete the task of also drying the clothes, right? He has. He does. I've been pretty clear about it. (laughs) All right. You know him better than me. What do you think is the unspoken? What is it? that he's not saying to you when he does that? Probably that he wants me to help, but he just doesn't ask. Or sometimes he gets sidetracked really easily, and he'll mm-hmm. forget to do something. Sometimes okay. I am that for him. You know, sometimes I am his reminder. So That's- let's do two things. How about you put a big sticker somewhere by the dryer or the washer, to for him with his name said, don't forget to dry the clothes, LOL, right? <laughs> That's so, cute. Ju- just number one. And number two, if even with that he forgets, then it's a little passive-aggressive, 
And then if it continues after you put the big sticker, then I suggest you have a talk and you say, why do you do this? You must be mad at me for something. He's going to say, no, 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 I just forget. He said, no, no, I've told you a million times there's a sticker. So, so there's something else that maybe he's upset about, something little. It needs to come out. The unspoken needs to come out. And this is a little passive-aggressive yeah. expression. So we're going to give him a chance to rectify if that doesn't happen. Have a talk with him and let's see what he says. Oh, great. Thank you. I love that unspoken. That's really going to help me. Thank you so Always. much, Simon. You're most welcome. <laughs> Thank you and good luck to you, Jeanette. Have a good night. Thank you. Happy holidays. Take care. Thank you to you too. Have you ever, like Janet's husband, did a passive-aggressive move on your partner? Let's talk about that tonight on The Rendezvous. Have you ever done a passive-aggressive move to your partner? Because I've done it. Let me give you an example. For me, you'll understand then. Let's say I date a girl and um, she forces me to go eat some very spicy food. For the record, I don't digest spicy food very well, so it's a headache for me. But I want to be a nice guy. I do it. I'm going to resent her a little bit when my stomach hurts, right? A couple of days later, I'm going to do a passive-aggressive move. I'm going to blame her for something, but I'm not going to say to her, hey, I'm upset you forced me to go to that very spicy food restaurant. I'm going to not say that. The passive-aggressive move is to, to do something that upsets her without relating it to what made you upset about her. That's what I meant. And we all do it all the time. And that's always linked to an unspoken. Now, do you know what's an unspoken? Let me share with you next. What is the exact definition of an unspoken in a relationship? So stay with me. What is an unspoken? I'm Simon Marcel. An unspoken in a relationship or in a friendship, it's something you haven't said. It's an unspoken issue. Your partner upsets you and you don't go into the fight. And for maybe month, for weeks, for month, this unspoken, this what you haven't said, what you haven't discussed will rotten the rest of the relationship. You know, you'll be moody. You'll be upset for months and months and months until you guys discuss the real issue. And if the unspoken is not open and clear out, then it really is a big weight on your relationship. And that leads to passive aggressive move. And it's easy to recognize if you're right now listening to me and you're in a relationship, think of things you've never said yet to your partner and you wish you did. Those are all unspoken. So at the right time, have the talk. And if you want to talk about it with me, don't hesitate. 855-905-8255. I'm here for you. If like me, you love life and you love love stories, just share your love story on the rendezvous because I, Simon, loves to hear those wonderful stories that happens in America. Delilah, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bo- bonjour, Delilah. Welcome to the rendezvous. I want to hear your love story. You said you had a love and romantic story to share with us tonight. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, you know, I've been through the ringer with a lot of crappy dudes. And um, then I was friends with this guy for two years, literally just platonic, just friends. Never thought of him in that way at all. And then before you know it, two years later on my birthday, he like wrote this romantic love letter to me and like basically confessed his feelings for me. And I was a little apprehensive at first, but then I just like kind of opened my heart to like a romantic relationship with him. And Mm-hmm. Um, it all kind of went down one night. We went out with all of our friends and we ended up staying up till 5 a.m. on the beach. And like, basically as the sun was rising, um, he kissed me and it's just kind of been all over from there. So when you were telling me that story, I was just like visualizing the whole thing. And 
even though I haven't had the chance to, you know, meet somebody and go to the beach and all this in a long, long time, I just, I just love hearing the story. And, and it's, this is what romance is about also. Just, you know, being together, somewhere romantic, making out, kissing. And I just, I, I miss these times. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And I'm so glad you shared that story with us on The Rendezvous. Have a good night. You too. You're welcome. Love. It's a good thing we talk about it because I just got a DM on my Instagram at The Rendezvous Show. Somebody has a key question for me about love. That's next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You know that if you can't call me now, you can always email me your question on my Twitter, Facebook or Instagram at The Rendezvous Show. Trish, what's this Instagram about? All right. So this says, Bonjour, Simon. What Mm -hmm. does it feel like to be in love? I've never felt it before, and I've always wondered when it would happen to me and what it would feel like. Could you tell me what it felt like for you? Oh, that's just a wonderful question. What does it feel like to be in love? I'm going to answer that next, so stay with me. I got an Instagram tonight just asking me, what does it feel to be in love? So when I fell in love... Every time I saw her, I felt like a million times happier. Every time we kissed, I felt a million times happier. Every time we spent time together, I felt a million times happier. You feel butterflies. You feel emotions you've never felt before. You become Superman. She becomes Superwoman. It's very rare. It's the most precious feelings for adults to feel together. And it's an, it's such an interesting question. I'm going to do a podcast about this because I need more time. And I'll do it on my podcast, like Confession, on our heart radio. I'll continue that conversation about what does it feel to be in love. I just gave you the appetizer. The rest is on La Confession. Go check it out on our heart radio app. You call the next. 855-905-8255. We speak relationships on the rendezvous. Any question, call me now. Austin, bonjour. Oh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Austin. What is up? Qu'est-ce qu'il se passe? My uh, girlfriend, my mon petit ami, she, uh, <laughs> she is uh, still in close contact with her high school boyfriend. And they go out and have dinners and stuff. It, now, I trust that she's not cheating on me, but it does make me feel weird, like maybe I'm not enough for her, mm-hmm. and it bothers me, and I just don't know what to do about it. So, before I answer, um, have you catch anything suspicious? Have you looked on any messages or anything in reality, not just perception, that would make you uh, think this is inappropriate? Nothing that would suggest that there's funny business going on. It seems pretty plutonic, but... I don't know. It just makes me feel bad. I see. And it makes you feel bad because you feel you're not enough or you feel like, you know, she's she's not giving you enough time. What makes you feel so bad about the whole thing? Well, uh, she wants to go out and have dinner with this guy like once a month. And uh, that's a dinner that her and I could be having. Sure. So full disclosure before I answer. Um, I personally, I'm still a friend with my first girlfriend of 25 years. Now I'm single. Krista uh, Bell. And she's married. And I don't see her for dinner ever, only at breakfast twice a year. So I just want to say that so there's no hypocrisy on my part. I think, uh, Austin, that once a month is too much. Dinner should not be going on. Uh, you're talking about coffee once in a while. Sure, we're talking about a, a happy birthday once a year. That's great. So you should talk to her, right? So uh, do you think you can talk to her or are you afraid of a reaction? Uh, well, I just don't want to 
come off like I'm too controlling or, or uh, I don't want to tell her who her friends can and can't be. But exactly. I do want to get the message across that it makes me feel bad. Sure. So don't be afraid of a reaction. Speak up. It will help her also evolve. It's the, the unspoken, the silence, the fear of, of talking doesn't help the relationship. It slows it down at best or hurts it because you resent your partner. So I think it's a great idea to talk to her and say, listen, and you can tell her you called me and said, listen, I talked to Simon on the rendezvous and he said, really, can you slow it down? Let's just, you know, make a good compromise. You can see maybe you ex, let's say, you know, a couple of times a year for lunch. Uh, I can join in once in a while and that's okay. Uh, I just feel uncomfortable uh, if you see, continue to see him every month and just tell her, how would you feel if I would tell you I see my ex-girlfriend once a month for dinner? She'll understand right. the message. I, I think I am going to go ahead and say... Have the talk. Maybe, maybe I'll start with moving the, changing the dinners to coffee. That, that would be good. Always talk it out. Uh, thanks. Au revoir, Simon. Yeah. Au revoir et bon courage. Have a good night. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, good evening, and thank you for listening to the rendezvous. I know it's late. It's late here too, but I'm so grateful you guys stand by me. And every night, whether you drive home, or you're going to work, or you're still at work, you listen to the rendezvous on your heart radio station or the radio app. Uh, tonight, we talk about love and relationship. There was one poll I put that relates to you know being friends with your ex. I had a caller talking about that. Uh, and I put a poll on my Twitter account, at Rendezvous Radio, with this question. It was, which would you rather, have a partner who is friends with their ex or doesn't talk to any of their exes? Which would you rather, have a partner who is friends with their ex or doesn't talk to any of their exes? 27% said, friend with their ex. And 73% said doesn't talk to them. The friend with the ex is, is something very divided. And I'm, I'm always for keeping the peace first in the relationship. And then comes the friends. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow. So have a good night. And as I always say in French at the end, bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.